episode of the Favorite and Fabulous Podcast. It's Veronique again, y'all. I'm so happy that y'all are here. Happy Wednesday. I know this episode's coming out a little later than I usually post them, but nonetheless, it's Wednesday. It's our midweek motivation time. And it's just such a beautiful day today. What's this quarantine day number nine five six seven two five three? <laughs> I don't know. We've been in the house uh, for so long, but I'm just thankful for this time. I don't know about y'all, but but honestly, it it for had for me. <laughs> I can't get my words out today. Goodness, for me, it has truly been a blessing in disguise. Just being able to just dig deeper into God's word and just spend time with him and really just just sit at his feet and and hear from him a little more during this time so I'm grateful for it even though I know that for a lot of us it has been a huge transition and it has been um, something that has been life impacting for a lot of people so just continue to lift up the world in prayer continue to lift up the people that you know and continue to just seek God for clarity understanding and just honestly peace during this time so um, that's my encouragement for y'all but I just I feel like God is is truly calling us I've been saying this for weeks now months I guess now and um, he's just calling us so in this time let's just continue to press into him and see you know what the end's gonna look like I keep saying Lord don't let me miss what you're doing in this season don't let me miss what you're trying to teach me don't let me miss what you're trying to call my attention to so I pray the same for y'all I pray that we don't miss it okay Um, I do have an announcement that I want to share this week, really, just the last couple days. God has truly confirmed um, what I feel like I've been led to do, which is to start a prayer call. And I love to pray for people, as I've said before, and it's like one of my um, favorite things to do. And I find myself becoming a stronger prayer. And I was praying at church last week. Um, I told y'all in the last episode about how I volunteer Um, at church sometimes to help serve meals or hand out meals rather or pack meals also but anyways so I'm I was in charge of praying for the cars and a couple of the people that pulled up I I, I'm always asked my age because to some people I look like I'm almost 27 which I'll be 27 July 10th but to a lot of people I do not look like I'm that old so I've been asked even at church praying like how old are you? And and people would think like I'm somebody's child, just waiting on them to finish praying for other people. And I'm like, oh no, like I'm grown, grown. I'm I'm praying for people too. So, whoop whoop, come on, black don't crack at a long, uh, young age. <laughs> Already starting out early, but anyway, y'all. So I'm praying for these people, and I had people literally tell me, oh my gosh, like you are tiny but mighty, girl. You are a powerhouse. And I was like, oh okay, I received that in Jesus' name, okay, because I might not look like I'm packing any power, but I am packing the power and the word of God okay so I just feel like God is leading me to pray for uh, people on a larger scale honestly and also with this I've been wanting to wake up earlier I've been wanting to um, get up get my day started a little earlier than I have been and I um, was on a prayer call was that about a month ago or so and it was actually helping me wake up earlier in the mornings Um, But once that prayer call ended, I think it was like a two week thing. Once that ended, I had nothing to really get me up and keep me up. So it's been a little bit of a struggle. So I'm like, I feel like this will, you know, be some good accountability 
for anybody that wants to get up early in the morning and start their day, but more importantly, to get us in the habit of starting our day with God, to get in the, get us in the habit of just kneeling before his feet in the morning. And, and whether you're single like me or you're married or you have kids or whatever, like, you know, being able to kind of carve out that time a little earlier than maybe the whole family wakes up and just not in a sense of like making it habitual or like checking it off the list like oh I'm done spending time with God for today but no just really setting our intentions to spend our mornings um going to him first and I, I that's what I really feel like he's leading me to do and so um just want to make him a priority so I hope this gives us some support and motivation to just lean on each other during these times and beyond because I expect this to last longer than just you know COVID-19 season um, but really just just like I said teaching us to make God a priority so I will be giving out more information about this prayer call hopefully this week um, I would love 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 for it to be started next week it'll probably be like a Monday through Friday thing and I'm gonna um, have some polls on favorite and fabulous's social media platform probably just the stories to ask people you know what's a good time 5 30 or 6 o'clock I think I'm leaning more towards 6 but I want to get some feedback first um but anyways um I will be giving more information I would hope to have this bad boy up and running by next Monday and we do like a Monday through Friday prayer call but just keep it in your prayer bear with me um keep it in your prayers excuse me bear with me and we will see how God leads this thing to go. But definitely within the next couple of weeks, we'll be rolling this bad boy out. So, yeah, I look forward to y'all joining and um, and us just making God a priority together. And, and sometimes we do need those other people to lean on. So if you have any other ideas of how we can connect or how we can um, just support each other, just let me know. I'm willing to, you know, do whatever we can through Favorite and Fabulous to glorify God. So, yes, yes, yes. Um, but honestly, prioritizing God and surrendering to him is what today's episode is all about. So the title for today, ironically, is The Sweet Taste of Surrender. And I I didn't realize last week when I mentioned that in last week's episode and said, oh, that sounds like a good episode title or a book title or something. I didn't realize that God would then flip that and make that the episode title for this week. But glory to him, man. He He's awesome. So strategic, so purposeful, and he knows exactly what he's doing. And I always pray that he gives me the words to say. So I guess that that was the words I needed to say last week to prelude to this week. So here we go. But I'm going to try not to be too long today. Uh, I really just want to highlight a scripture that seems to keep returning, um, well, recurring rather, in my life here lately. And I feel like God has just really, really, really been pressing this scripture on my heart. And I've seen it in sermons and I've, I've seen it on the Bible app plans that I've been completing, like all at random in the last week or so. And I'm like, OK, God, that makes sense why, you know, you wanted this to be about surrendering. Um, especially because that's what the scripture talks about. So I'm going to attempt to do the SOAP method today, which I've been learning more about just with my church, which is um, kind of a, a way to really understand the Bible and, and, and teach it. So the SOAP is an acronym, S-O-A-P. It's the scripture, observation, application, and then prayer. So we will end out with a prayer today. I love praying at the end of the episode. So whoop, whoop. Um, but anyway, so the scripture to start out the soap method is Psalm 37, 4. And that scripture says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Some versions say, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. So um, either way, we're going to kind of talk about it through 
either of those versions. But nonetheless, um, on Sunday, Pastor Mike Todd of Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, brought up the scripture in his Relationship Goals Reloaded series that he's doing. And I truly enjoy the series. I enjoyed it the first time around. I enjoy it now. And um, I've actually got the book coming. So I'm looking forward to that. I feel like it's getting a lot of hype. And I hope people don't think like, oh, this is hyped up. I'm not going to ride the hype wave. It's really not, y'all. Like It's really, you know, getting I what I would consider like well-deserved um, recognition and hype just because it's truly transformational. And um, anyway, so he broke this scripture down by saying, um, to delight means to do what pleases. So when you delight yourself in the Lord, that means you do what pleases him. And um, and then he will give your heart what to desire, which I thought was a very interesting perspective, because many times when we just glance at the scripture, you would some would assume that, you know, delight. It means delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. So if I, you know, do what pleases God, then he's going to give me what's in my heart. He's going to give me, um, you know, my desires. But that's, you know, totally, totally not what the scripture means. And I think Michael Todd well, Pastor Mike did a really good job with just breaking that down. But even even further, I um, was doing a plan on the Bible app, like I said already, and on Monday, the plan, um, the plan re- referenced, excuse me, the same scripture and the word delight was translated in this plan as being the Hebrew word for to be delicate, pliable or soft. And it says, so when God gives us, when God tells us, excuse me, to delight in him, he's saying, let me mold and shape your desires. As you delight in me, your desires will become my desires. What I want will be what you want. And I I loved that. I loved that explanation of both the sermon from Pastor Mike and also the um, plan on the Bible app just because I feel like I live that like I I'm truly big and I know I've mentioned this on a couple other episodes and one in particular that I think that comes to mind is um, multi-purposed with Jacquees and when we were talking we were just saying how like you know you have to pray that God puts his desires in in your heart so that you will do that so you know a lot of times we go to God with just so many things that we want and expect him to just I guess stop drop and <laughs> stop drop and make it happen and when he doesn't we become disappointed with him because we haven't truly learned the meaning of this scripture and it's manipulated so many times um to to make people I guess understand or believe that delighting yourself in God will then mean that he's gonna just come out and say okay you pleased me so I'm giving you what you want but no this is saying you please me and then I'm going to put in your heart what you should desire as a result of that and I'm going to give you the desires in your heart that I put there um so honestly this is just massive it it really isn't it it just gets me hyped because I feel like the bible is so lit but um if, if we don't read it, if we don't get into it, we don't really know. And we don't we don't understand the fullness of God's word if we don't read it. So I just want to dive into this a little bit, which is really why I wanted to do the soap method today. And it's crazy because, like I said before, this is what I live. But I didn't quite realize that this was a scripture. So while I've known this scripture for years upon years, probably 
I'd never seen or heard this scripture broken down into this way. However, I've always been a firm believer that we can't like snap our fingers at God and tell him, give me, give me, give me what I want. I want, I want, but rather give me what you want for me. Like that is truly something I live. So to, to then see like, wow, this is, this is actually what this scripture means. Like the way that I've lived in quotations, you know, has been biblically based and God was just revealing to me, like as all this was just unfolding and he was just pressing on my heart um I think it was Monday to really talk about this today he was just showing me how there are four types of people in the world um and I'd even go as far as to sometimes say these could even be believers but there are the people who one know it and live it so they know God's word and they live his word Number two will be the people who live God's word and want to know more about his word. So I'd even say they're the ones who are living it and learning it. Um, and then they're number three, the people who know God's word, but don't live his word. And then number four, the people who don't know it and don't live it and probably don't care to. So if I had to pick which not even pick, but categorize myself as one of those people, I would say I was number three. I live it. Um, I try my best to live it on a day-to-day basis and it's like I know some of it and I want to know more so I'm like in a live it learn it process but I think as believers what God was showing me in this week when my when he was just unfolding all this stuff to me was just that as believers we should desire to be the people who not only know God's word but live his word not only live his word but we know his word because when it comes to prayer when it comes to anything that we can really do in this life like we have to know God's word. If, you, if you're if trying to pray off strongholds, you got to know some scriptures to pray off some strongholds. If you're praying um, about, you know, your marriage that might be falling apart, you got to know what the Bible says about that so you can then pray about that. Like pray those scriptures over your life. God loves to hear his own word. So, um, yeah, God was just showing me like how important it is for us to be knowers and doers of his, of his word. And um, so for me... This was pretty, pretty interesting because I want to know more. I want to keep learning. And and even when I am officially, I guess, in the category of like knowing it and living it, I want to keep learning it like for life. I want that. I feel like as believers, period, like like I've said a couple episodes ago, you know, you can read the Bible today and then two years from now, read the same scripture and get a completely different revelation in it. And that's just how the Holy Spirit works. But I just hope that I can I can learn we can learn you know God's word forever but the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 1 9 what has been done will be again what has been done will be done again and there is nothing new under the sun so that means that God's word isn't changing so even as we grow to know God's word grow to live God's word and even grow to learn God's word we have to understand those things have been done already those things have been done before so it's up to us to then take the things that are available to us, the resource that we have in God's word, in the Bible, and, and actually put that into practice in, in what we live and what we learn and in what we know. So when it comes to the observation part of this SOAP method with this scripture, Psalm 37.4 is, is basically God just saying, look, do what pleases me and I will give you what your heart Desires. So as we delight ourselves in him, our hearts will truly desire to please him. So this this 
may seem like it's a difficult thing to to say, okay, let me do what pleases God and then he's going to give me what to desire. Like what? How does that work? But like truly, when you're truly focused on pleasing God, you naturally will grow this desire to just want to do what he wants you to do. And so he will be able to then give you give your heart what to yearn for, what to look for. And and in that, those will become your desires. And so, like I said, this recurring theme um, that I've been seeing in this and just seeing this scripture reminds me of the recurring theme that's been in these last few episodes, at least episodes seven through nine, just with allowing God to like shift us to be more like him and less like ourselves. And and y'all, all that is, is just learning to do what pleases him. When we become less like ourselves and more like him, it's just a matter of wanting to please him more than we ever want to please ourselves. So when we talk about pleasing God or delighting ourselves in him, this means that we take pleasure in doing it. To take pleasure in it means to enjoy it. So so this is not a burdensome thing. This scripture it can just we're going to break it down down because to say that you delight yourself in God, to say that you want to please him, that means that you're giving him pleasure, which means that you enjoy that. You're not going to give somebody something that pleases them without a joyful heart. Like you have to want to do it. You have to want to please him and it, it, it feel good to you to do what makes him pleased. And so this is not out of obligation or out of requirement, but literally out of the joy of the desire to just do what he wants you to do. And if we look at the word delight, like we said before, it means to please God greatly. But then the second thing is that he will give you the desires of your heart. So he will give it to you, which means you have to trust him to do what his word says, not to to do what you want him to do so it's not you will give you delight yourself in the lord and you will get the desires of your heart no 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 it doesn't say delight yourself in the lord and you will get to to choose what your heart desires no it it doesn't say anything about you except he will give you so this doesn't have anything to do with you manifesting, envisioning, envisioning, hustling, or anything. This literally has everything to do with him giving you what he wants for you to desire. And, and the third part of this is that the desires of your heart or your heart's desires, whichever version you're looking at, will not be what you say you want. They will you, you're not pleasing him so that you can get what you want out of this. You're not pleasing him so that your heart, you know, can get fulfilled in the earthly things that you think or claim that you want. No, you're pleasing him and then he's going to give you what to desire. He's going to give you purpose. He's going to give you um anything he's going to align stuff for you according to his will for your life but it's going to be based on what he wants to give you to desire but he can't give you that stuff if you're not pleasing him so so there's there's a, a part in this that we miss a lot of times because we seem to think that by pleasing god or or i'm gonna put this in quotations pleasing god you know 
like I said before, he's going to swing back and say, all right, well, you pleased me, Veronique, so I'm going to give you X, Y, and Z because this is what X, Y, and Z is what you want, and you deserve it because you did something for me. Like, God ain't scratching our backs out here. You scratch my back, I'm going to scratch yours. No, his word, <laughs> his word, I'm sorry, I cracked myself up, y'all. His word tells us to delight ourselves in him. It doesn't say if you feel like it. It doesn't say if you want to. It says, no, do what pleases me and I will give you what to desire. I will give you your heart's desires, the desires of your heart. So we got to stop manipulating what God's word says. And like I said, I had never seen it broken down in this way before. So it's crazy that I didn't take it that way. And I, I just think that was the Holy Spirit just making me, I guess, convicting me to always be like, I just want to do what God wants me to do. Like, I just, I want to not pray what I want, but pray, you know, what his word says. And, and I've had times in my life where I will pray that and still not live it. So I'm not perfect out here by any means. But what I will say is when we know better, we have to do better. So if if we are coming to the realization that this is what God's word says, then we have to get off of our selfishness of just wanting what we want and thinking by doing what God's word tells us to do. Again, with quotations around it, sometimes I'm going to do it, sometimes I'm not. I don't feel like it today or whatever. I'm doing good enough, God. I need you to give me, give me, give me. Like, we have to get off of that. We have to get off that train, baby, because that's not, that's not what his word is saying to us. So... He's showing us in this in this one scripture, which is so amazing to me. It just it honestly should shine light on how powerful the Bible can be with just one scripture. Um, But he's showing us that our heart will begin to desire what he wants it to desire as we do what pleases him. So it's kind of like you enter a new realm of just the relationship that you have with God as you live out this scripture. So when you truly get to a place of being surrendered to him and just wanting to do what pleases him and and literally getting joy out of doing what pleases him, he will then reward you by, by giving you what to desire and then giving you those desires. Isn't that amazing? Like he will basically teach you what to desire and then give you the desires like that. That's just mind blowing. But, you know, we, we have to understand that th- this entire thing represents a posture of surrender. And and God revealed to me that, you know, delighting ourselves in him and and doing what pleases him means that we no longer do what pleases us. Like giving us our hearts desires and what he desires for our hearts means that this is what he wants for us, not what we want for ourselves. And as I've said before, it's like these last several episodes have really been, you know, growing off of each other. And it's just like we're going deeper and deeper into this thing because it, it really is a heart thing. It's a hard thing when we choose, 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 choose to enjoy pleasing God. We have to then choose to enjoy less of pleasing ourselves we have to put ourselves to the side and say look I'm not pleasing me I just want to do what pleases you God and and honestly he'll he'll teach us how to do that if we learn to surrender to him so now getting into the application part of this um I have three ways you know that we can learn to surrender and the first thing is to delight (laughs) delight 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 we've been saying that this whole episode but really again to just do what pleases God and 
and become someone who knows his word and lives his word and is continuously learning his word. So you have to study it. You have to invest in it. You have to invite the Holy Spirit in to give you the understanding of these scriptures that you are reading. I'll be the first to tell you the Bible can be overwhelming. There's a lot of a lot of information packed into the Bible. So you have to be committed to taking your time and 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 studying through that. So what that looks like for me is I've talked about in a previous episode and honestly I'll probably eventually do some kind of episode maybe I'll just do like a Instagram something um on my personal page probably to just break down you know some tips about studying the Bible especially as I've learned one of the things has been the um inductive Bible study method and that's it kind of reminds me of this soap method I'm doing to teach this episode today but it's really a little more deeper so you observe the scripture and then you um what is it observation interpretation and application so it's a little different because it's it's kind of a a private thing I would say that you could do but um of course on observing the scripture you want to get the who what when where why and how of of everything so you can understand the full context of it and then in um interpreting it means that you are um, just trying to see what it means like we're breaking down this one scripture we're talking about right now okay so what does the word delight mean what does this mean or what you know what what does what do other researchers or other resources say that this means or how can I understand this and a lot of times you really have to understand that the Holy Spirit will give you the understanding of what a scripture means if you invite him to do that so if it's something you don't understand you know you you have to set the atmosphere period when you're studying the bible but really inviting the holy spirit in to lead you through that and then lead you to the resources that will help you break things down a little better and the application is really what we're doing now so after you've studied the scripture you've observed and interpreted it so how does that apply to your own life and so when we're talking about delighting ourselves in in the lord like Maybe if if you're studying his word and, and understanding what it it fully says and what it means, it'll be a little easier for you to get excited about what you're doing for him, to get ex- excited and actually enjoy that. That's a that's a heart that's postured in surrenderance. When you can truly say, I enjoy doing what pleases God, like I enjoy doing it just because that's what I do. That's what he wants me to do. That's what I do. And that's how our relationship is. That is honestly the the best heart posture that you can have. Um, And of course, like I said before, a perfect way to surrender. But number two would be to remove selfish motives. And y'all, I can speak to this so, so freely and transparently. I really try to be transparent, period. But I've struggled with this because for a while I had like this this idea that, okay, God, I'm going to do what pleases you. But if I do X, Y and Z, does that mean that, um, you know, you're going to bring my husband? So if I start talking openly about singleness and, you know, posting or sharing whatever it is you want me to share and helping other people be free from people bondage or be free from soul ties and toxic relationships or whatever is does that mean that my reward is eventually going to come in in the form of this wonderful fabulous husband um and god had to show me that even as recently as a couple months ago like no sis that's not how that works because and I know I talked about this on a previous episode but it's like if I never get married is my desire to please God and just do what his word says or is my desire to please him just long enough till he can give me what I want and so fully understanding this scripture makes sense about why the Holy Spirit convicted me 
like I said a few months ago about this, but also just in our lives in general. So you can be fully living. Like I told y'all before, I try to practice like living this scripture before I even realized it was a thing. Just like, God, I just want to do what pleases you. I just want to do what pleases you. But at the end of the day, we are flesh. And so we do have fleshly motives. We're influenced by a number of things around us that make us have motives behind what we do, whether we agree with it or not, or whether we fully are even conscious of it or not. So um, God really had to deal with me with that. But um, last week, I know I talked about Isaiah 55, 8 and 9, where it talks about God's thoughts being higher than our thoughts and his ways being higher than our ways as high as high as the as the heaven is higher than the earth. And um, we really have to get rid of this idea that God owes us something. Because the same if then lifestyle that I was living, okay, God, if I do X, Y, and Z that you're telling me to do, then you're going to bring my husband, prevents us from fully getting into the alignment of surrenderance, y'all. If then is selfish motives. It's like, like I said before, scratch my back, I scratch yours. No, you, you got to do what God's word says just because that's what he told you to do. It's not about what reward are you going to give me after I do this. And so, again, really understanding that we have to remove those selfish motives from ourselves and understand that if God never does anything else, he's already done enough. Y'all, like our God sacrificed his son, you know, so that we could live forever Jesus came down in the form of a man to die on that cross and and suffer to take away our sins so that we could live eternally like that. That's the ultimate sacrifice, y'all. If God does nothing else, he's done enough. And when we get that in our mind, we can surrender our motives to him. We need to ask him to change our our selfish, fleshly hearts. Because like I said, we are flesh. So we have to ask God to change that so that we can have this posture of surrenderance and truly understand that, you know, in our nature, we we can be selfish. And that it takes um, truly surrendering to God for that to go away. But the third thing for today and the last point is that we need to understand that God will do what he said he's going to do. Like if God said it, he meant it. He will... His word says that if we delight ourselves in him, that he will give us the desires of our heart. That is his word. That is final. That is not gonna, going to come back void as um, Isaiah 55, 11 says. Like, it's going to do what he pleases or what he wants it to accomplish. It's going to do that. The scripture in itself says, so my word will be that it goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish which I please it and it shall prosper the thing from where to I sent it so that means if he said it he meant it like he he didn't stumble he didn't stutter he didn't have any ums in there like he 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 means what he says and says what he means so if he says he's going to give you what to desire in your heart he's going to give you your heart's desires he will fulfill that he will not lie numbers 29 I mean, excuse me, Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said and hath he not done it or hath he spoken and shall he not make it good? That means that anything that God says, he will not lie. He is not like us. He is not a man. He's He don't have to repent on what he says. If he says something that's good, if he spoke it, he'll make it good. So, when we get to a position where we understand that he's going to do what he says he's going to do and fully trust him, 
it'll be so much easier for us to surrender in this area and just understand that everything we do should be for his glory because he's going to do what he said he's going to do. So when it comes to delighting ourselves in him, that will be easier because we trust that he is going to give us the desires of our heart. He is going to give us the things that we should desire. So the sweet taste of surrender may not be easy. Like, I don't want to get on here and, and say a bunch of stuff and, and you get all pumped up to surrender to God. And then when you go try to do it, it's, you feel defeated. This is not easy. It, it's, it's not easy to die our flesh. It's not easy to die to ourselves every single day so that we can follow God. It's not easy to take up our cross and follow him. Like, these things are going to cost us something. They're going to cost us our life. We are made up of body, which is the flesh, soul, and spirit. Our spirit has to win. Our spirit has to be the full in the full armor of God in order for us to truly know what it looks like to surrender, to truly know what it looks like to cast our fleshly desires down. And our, our spirit just has to win for Jesus, y'all. Like, it, it's literally at war. But we have to make a decision to surrender to him and, and really live for him and understand that we have to. And I know I feel like I keep saying this over and over, but I'm just so thankful, Holy Spirit, that you keep on putting these words back into my mouth and, and helping me say them over and over again. Because like I say, when I'm ministering to y'all, I'm ministering to me. So I'm talking to me too. But we have to understand that we have to. This is not this is not a question. This is not an option. We have to shift our desires to God's desires. And the only way that we can do that Psalm 37 4 is to delight ourselves in him to just do what pleases him don't worry about what the end is going to look like don't worry about when he's going to sing your purpose when he's going to give some direction when the love of your life is going to come or any of those things just worry about delighting yourself in him let that be your main priority this is so much easier said than done because we're influenced by the culture around us that we've been engulfed in since the beginning of time the people around us our own interests or whatever but we have to remember that only what we do for God will stand oh thank you Lord I, again I feel like a lot of this stuff has been on previous episodes but this is just how God's moving today so I'm just gonna say what, what I feel led to say but we have to surrender to God and allow him to give us what to desire we have to surrender to God and say, look, God, like I'm flesh. I am struggling with this. I'm struggling with this idea of letting go and letting God. But I need you to come because your word says that it won't return void. So I just need you right now to come to me and, and help me fight off my flesh. Help me cast my, my own desires down, my own, you know, will down, my own purpose or plans down and just truly do what you desire for me to do and it's so interesting too because when I think back to the sermon that I was talking about earlier that Pastor Mike preached on Sunday one of his main thing was like rip up the list rip up this list of expectations that we have of desires that we have whether it's a person place thing object whatever oh I want this kind of job I want this kind of car I want this I want this because we're going to God and we're praying for stuff that he never even put in our heart to desire because we never delighted ourselves in him in the first place we had it all backwards so I'm with you Pastor Ty rip up the 
list and get in line with what God is telling you to do. Surrender to him by delighting yourself in him. And he's going to then tell you what to put on this list. He's going to tell you what your purpose is. He's going to give you direction. He's going to give you joy and all these things. And honestly, I am a walking, talking, living, breathing testimony. This is the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like, a lot of times I'm still like, God, you know, you're revealing purpose to me more and more and more. But I don't know what the full picture looks like yet, but I trust you. I don't know what the end looks like yet, but I trust you. I believe that you're going to do what you said you're going to do. I'm surrendered to you and I am a willing and available participant in whatever you want to do in my life. However you want to move, shake. I am just surrendered to you. And y'all, it can be scary sometimes because I don't know what the future holds completely. But what I will say is it's the most peaceful thing to understand that it does not matter because the God that I serve has promised me. He has promised me in Psalm 37, 4, that if I delight myself in him, if I just continue to do what pleases him, then he will put everything else in my heart to desire. He will do that. That's what his word says. And there are so many powerful scriptures in the Bible that talk about God's promises for us. I encourage you to spend time with him and and learn to surrender to him and what his word says. Like I said, we got to be knowers, livers, and learners of it. We can't just be one or the other. So as you continue to press into God I just pray that you ask him to teach you what the sweet taste of surrender looks like smells like but also tastes like we don't just want to see what surrender looks like in other people or hear about it or look at it we want to taste it we want to engulf ourselves in surrendering to God God what does that look like for us show us how to do that So that's all I have today. And um, I want to pray before we head out today. But but just know, you know, this might not be an easy thing to do. Honestly, following following God, while that's the, the most beautiful thing you can ever do in your life, it can also be one of the most challenging things you can ever do, especially if you feel like you're alone. So I just want to encourage you that you're not alone. I'm here with you and there are other people walking this thing out with you, even though you can't always see them. So I'm looking forward to starting these prayer calls so that we can have an opportunity to really connect and just, you know, prioritize God together. But without further ado, let's go ahead and pray out today. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I just come to you right now just thanking you, God, thanking you for this wonderful opportunity to just come together every week with my brothers and sisters of Christ and just have a powerful message from you, God. And today, just talking about the sweet taste of surrender, God, I pray that every person that hears this recording, whether it's today, three years from now, five years from now, God, I just pray that it has the same impact everlasting as you as you wish for it to have God and I just thank you right now that your word reminds us that if we delight ourselves in you that you will give us the desires of our heart God I thank you right now that you're giving us understanding your word says in all you're getting get understanding God and I'm just thankful that you are giving us understanding of what this word means so that we will not be confused and so that we will not live vainly or selfishly thinking that you're going to give us what we want God but but that we trust that you are going to give us the things that you want for us God Your word says that my word will go out and it will not return to me void, God. So we just trust you right now that your word is never returning void like Isaiah 55, 11 says, Lord. We thank you 
that you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you in Luke 12, 31. God, I thank you so much that as we seek you, as we surrender you, God, that everything that you have for us, every desire that you have for us will be added to us, God, because we are learning what the heart posture of surrenderance looks like. We're learning what the sweet taste of surrenderance looks like, God. I just thank you right now that we are we are your children and God, we do what pleases you. I'm thankful that your word reminds us that you are the vine and, and we are the branches. And if we abide in you and you and us, that you we will bear much fruit because apart from you, we can do nothing. But with you, we can do all things, God. And I'm just thankful that we abide in you, God. I'm thankful that our purpose is in you, God. I'm thankful that our fruit is in you, God. I'm thankful that, that you are the vine and we're the branches, God. So we get life through you, God. I'm just so thankful for every person that will hear this, God. Every Every person that may be struggling with purpose, every person that may be struggling with surrenderance, that may be struggling with things from their past. God, I'm thankful that you stand at the door and knock and that if anyone hears your voice and opens the door, you will come in and eat with him and him with you, God, which means that as you knock on our hearts, as you knock on our lives and say, look, let me in, look, surrender to me and I will give you the desires of your heart. I'm thankful, God, that we have the opportunity to open that door and invite you in to eat with us, God, and to trust that you will give us what to desire, God. I'm thankful that we can seek your kingdom, God. I'm thankful that we can come directly to you in prayer, God. I'm I'm thankful that you're leading us to this prayer call, God. And I just believe it's going to touch lives, God. I believe it's going to impact our relationships with you, God. I believe it's going to teach us to make you a priority in our everyday lives, God. I thank you that it's going to open the doors for us to surrender to you, God. I'm thankful, Lord, that in all things you are working it together for the good of those who love you and who are the called according to your purpose, like Romans 28, 28 says, God. And I'm just thankful that you just continue to bless us, keep us, lead us, and guide us. I'm thankful for this platform to connect us, God. And I just pray that as you've had your way through 10 episodes, you continue to have your way in each and every one, God. I'm thankful that you get the glory out of this. And God, I'm thankful that the people who are listening to this lives are being impacted, God. I'm thankful that you are just moving and shaking all up through this thing and that you're having your way, God. So I just pray right now, God, for every person that's listening to this, God. I just pray for, for their peace, God. I pray for them to take their hands off of it. I pray for them to maybe rip up the list, God. I pray for them to come to you genuinely, God, and that they, they have a desire to please you and that they enjoy pleasing you, God, not worrying about what their desires will be, but only worrying about the things that please you, God, only wanting to do the things that please you, God. I'm just so thankful that you're moving through this, God. I'm thankful that we are in different locations, God, but your word says where two or three are gathered, you'll be there in the midst, God. So I'm thankful that in the midst of anybody that will hear this, God, you are gathered right there, God. I'm thankful that you are getting the glory from this. And I'm so, so thankful that in all things we can give praise to you, God. So I thank you right now for every listener. And I just pray this prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. So that wraps up another episode. 10 episodes in. Can you believe it? This is so exciting. I'm excited for next week. Again, I'll be giving more information on social media about the prayer calls that will be starting soon. So I hope that y'all um, check that out. And please vote on the polls when I um, post about times because I really want to try to um, include as many people as possible that would like to you know, get our day started with prioritizing God. So thanks always for listening. Can't believe we're too 10 episodes excuse me in and this thing is still going so thank you lord um be sure to follow us on 
on Facebook at Favorite and Fabulous underscore. No, that's Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Favorite and Fabulous on Instagram at Favorite and Fabulous underscore. And follow me also at Veronique Bailey. And remember, you are favored by God and he made you fabulous. Peace out.